Ladies and gentlemen, we got some terrible news. The worst producer in Blaze TV history is back to work today, and I'm protesting him coming back. It wasn't my decision, it was an executive decision, but I'm gonna protest just like all those climate changers protest by throwing soup on them. Welcome to Primetime with Alex Stein. I'm your host, Alejandro Stein, and we have a great show for you this evening. But let's just be real. Before I introduce uh, both of our guests, you know, today is a very somber day. Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift are going to the Super Bowl. Nobody in America wanted this to happen. Not one person, except for the Swifties. They probably did want it to happen. So, I don't know, she has probably a big audience. But other than those freaks... I'm calling you out, Swifties. So if you guys want to clip this and share this, all Swifties are freaks, even though I am kind of a Swifty myself. But that's neither here nor there. Now I'm sick of the bitch. And I don't mean that rude. I'm sorry. I mean that as like I'm sick of the female dog version of her. Because let's be real. They're jamming her down our throats. I'm trying to watch men in tight pants tackle each other. I don't want to see Taylor Swift, all right? Because that makes it way less gay. I want football to be more gay, okay? So that's why I don't want Taylor Swift shoved down our throat every single second of the NFL playoffs. And let's just be real. The NFL is 100% rigged. You know it's rigged. I know it's rigged. If you really are paying attention, these games can be decided by these refs. They, some people even are so crazy, they say the ball could have a magnet in it. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying it's possible. But what I, what I do know what I 100% do know about Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey is that even if the Chiefs are going to make it, at least give the fans the Detroit Lions. Let them play the Lions. AFC versus NFC underdog would have been great. But the folks at the NFL couldn't throw us a bone and rig it in the direction that America would have loved. So I just want to say to Dan Campbell, a former Texas uh, uh, high school football player and college football player, he played at Texas A&M, and he played for the Dallas Cowboys, Sorry he lost, bud, but I do like Dan Campbell, and I hope he becomes the coach of the Cowboys one day. Okay, so let me introduce our in-studio guest. This is Mr. Pepperchini. <laughs> Mr. Pepperchini is he's not, he's not a man of many words, to say the least, but he brings the vibes. And he's a beautiful, bright yellow color. And... Um, we're lucky to have him. So thank you, Mr. Pepperchini. I really appreciate you coming on the show today. Yeah, me too. All right, well, we also have on celebrity gossip icon, gay man, very gay, super gay, extra gay, which is okay, the one, the only Perez Hilton tonight. We're gonna dive deep into the degeneracy of the uh, Hollywood culture that he left, and now he's living in Las Vegas. So even Perez Hilton, a super gay man that loves celebrity gossip, couldn't stay in L.A. 
I mean, what does that say, Jimmy? Even the super gay guys don't want to be in L.A. anymore? That's bad news, right? Does that mean L.A.'s gotten too gay? No, not gay. Well, I don't... I don't know. That's a good question. Is it, gay, is it gayer now? I mean, does fentanyl and homeless people make it gay or less gay? I'm not sure. That's a good existential question. I know. Well, we need to ask. I know the methadone clinics, he didn't like the fentanyl and free needles and all that stuff. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to ask him. All right. So we got to get back into what we were talking about earlier. Taylor Swift. And really, aren't we doing the wrong thing by speaking about her, Jimmy? I mean, morally, yes, but for our job-wise, everyone is talking about Taylor Swift and no one is shutting up about her, so that's the wisest thing for a YouTube algorithm. Okay, well, the, the algorithm already does not like us, but that's neither mm -hmm. here nor there. But they like Taylor Swift. They do like Tay-Tay Swifty, mm -hmm. but she, right now, has become a big thorn in the conservative media side because they're worried that she's going to, um, I guess, influence a 2024 election, but really... I don't know why we're worried about this. She already endorsed Biden, I think, in 2020. Did she not? Yeah, she did. She made cookies. So she's already endorsed the guy, and the guy's like literally catonic, pooping in a diaper. I mean, why do we think anything's going to be different? I mean, so are we trying to say that she influenced the 2020 election when really we know that it was mail-in ballots? Because let me tell you this. This is a little secret that not a lot of people know. It's not necessarily a secret. Donald Trump won all 50 states when it came to in-person voting. Even the most liberal states, like California, and what's another liberal state, Jimmy, that's gay? Uh, Washington. New York. New York, New York. That's pretty gay. Really gay, but- Miami. Ah, Jimmy lives. Yeah, wherever you're, you're from Jacksonville, so Jacksonville, he won, that's a Florida. So yeah, Florida yeah. is, Florida, but the Florida has some Florida men that are straight too, but that's neither yeah. here nor there, guys. We're getting on tangents. I just want to focus. All I'm saying is that if she, influence the election, that's possible, but she influenced the last one, so I don't know why it's such a big deal that she's going to influence this one, but my point is this. If you're paying attention to the 2020 election, Donald Trump won all 50 states, no matter how liberal the state was, when it came to in-person voting. And then when you flip that around, Joe Biden won every single state, all 50 states, even Texas, even the conservative ones like Florida or Iowa's conservative, right? I think so. My point is... Joe Biden won all those states when it comes to mail-in ballots. That seems fishy to me. So uh, there's only so much we can say about the election now. Especially on YouTube, you're allowed to say that it was a scam, but I don't want to say that for terms of service. We want to say it was the most fair, pure election of all time. Everything was uh, perfectly fine, even though a pipe did burst at like 3 in the morning in one of the most influential counties when they're counting the votes. That had no effect on it whatsoever. We want to say it was the best election to ever happen in United States history. At least the most fair, not the best one. All right, so, Jimmy, are you worried about Taylor Swift uh, influencing the election? I'm worried. I hope she enjoys, endorses RFK and just trolls everyone. Well, have you heard that RFK could be Donald Trump's running mate? I have heard that, and he hasn't ruled it out officially. But RFK doesn't wear shoes on planes, which I think is bizarre. <laughs> yeah, that, that's probably the worst thing about him. That's pretty bad, though. That's pretty, it's pretty gross. But here's the thing. Uh, Trump loved the vaccine or at least pushed it out. RFK hates the vaccine. How are they going to come together on that? Uh, well, I don't know. I don't know how they will come together. But we want to say also the vaccine is very safe, very and effective. safe and effective. Very safe and effective. We love the vaccine. We love it. Moderna, we love it. Even though they're mad at Megyn Kelly. Mm -hmm. We didn't pull that clip because I didn't want to get a strike. But did you see 
Megyn Kelly. Uh, God, I, don't, I can't even say it on YouTube, but let me tell you. She said, ouch, from the ouchie ouchie. Well, no, she actually said she got an autoimmune thing. But I don't want to talk about that. What I do want to say is, because we can't say this stuff on YouTube, very soon, I know some of you chat rats were a little upset that the show is not an hour and a half yet. We're trying to work it work it out logistically, but it's not as easy as you think because there's multiple hosts that use you know multiple studios and the crew is only so many people on the crew. So making the show half an hour longer is actually a little harder than you think, but what we are going to add, and this is a big preview, Jimmy. Well, we, we haven't, it's not officially Not confirmed. official. So why don't we not table official, that? Not official, but we might thing. have a new show on a platform where we can do whatever we want. And all it's gonna cost you is $6.99 a month? Is that correct? Something like that. Something like that. But we're going to get free trials, so it's going to be free 99 But that's just a little teaser. And there, I can talk all about uh, the vaccine. I can talk all about the election. I can talk about all about conspiracies. I can talk about a lot of things that we cannot talk about here on YouTube. So be on the lookout for that. That's going to be for the most dedicated and loyal chat rats only. And if you consider yourself a dedicated and loyal chat rat, I need you in the chat rat community on Twitter. I need you posting, retweeting, sharing prime time with Alex Stein content every day. Not just for me, but for look at Jimmy and Brandon's bitch asses. They need it too because they got to keep their job. Wave to them, Brandon. You want to keep your job? They might be able to start paying me. No, that's not going to happen. Even if we get successful, uh, you're not going to get paid. Okay. Uh, speaking of money, $20 super chat. Stefan Kalid, please help. Mr. Primetime 99, Sir Pimps a lot on a blimp sellout eating shrimp zizzle. Every day, 200 women die while in labor, yet child labor is not banned. Read it before you say it out loud. That's the new <laughs> rule on Super Chats. Read it man, one man, time. Man, and it's talking about sudden infant death or something weird like that. Don't read it out loud. I'm I mean, sorry. I was trying to honor because I got. When I was fired last week, don't everyone live was edit like, you don't read Don't live edit chats. it. That's why you're so bad at your job. Listen, this is why. Okay, now Jimmy has a graphic up. Oh, protesters throw soup on the Mona Lisa to combat climate change. Well, I did the same thing. I threw soup on you today to combat and protest against you returning to the blaze. So how does that make you feel that I don't even want you working here, James? You know, I used to think throwing soup on art wasn't very effective, but I'm not going to lie. I felt pretty intimidated getting Campbell's Chunky Soup on my windshield. I know, and it was extra chunky. I know Brandon was freaking out. Look how chunky that soup is. <laughs> that, oh gosh. Look at that. That's pure chunky soup all over your car, and that's definitely going to damage the paint because of the salt content and then the sun shining down on it. So good luck with the new paint job. You can get it done at Mako for probably about 800 bucks. Oh, perfect. <laughs> that's so cheap. Do you want to watch the original Mona Lisa people? Yeah, let's do that. Okay, let's pull that. We're so going to be watching. Look at these climate change activists. This is how they send their message. The most priceless painting of all time, the Mona Lisa, hung up at the Louvre in France. And they are, that's at the Louvre, right? Yes. And now they're freaking throwing soup on it. And then they stand there so proud, like they actually stopped climate change. What a bunch of idiots. They think that's going to change the temperature or something? Well, they're... They're littering and they're using shirts that were made via oil. So that is a lot. Like that coat is made using plastic and oil. Their tennis shoes are made with petroleum. I guarantee it. The rubber soles on those are made in a factory that emits tons of carbon dioxide. But, you know, they say that there's too many. That's another thing. Gosh, we can only say so much about climate change. And then you get a strike for that, I think, too. But I thought carbon dioxide is good for the climate because don't trees eat that? Yeah, they convert it to oxygen. So why is it bad if we have a lot of carbon dioxide? I'm confused. I'm not really sure. 
Hmm. And also, and this is a genuine question, like what do they think will happen after they throw soup on the Mona Lisa? Do you think legislators will enact car like climate change friendly laws so the Mona Lisa is saved? Huh, I guess their argument would be that it's bringing awareness to, you know, what they're protesting, but mm -hmm. Wouldn't you be living under a rock if you didn't know about climate change or heard about it? I mean, every freaking celebrity, including Taylor Swift, loved to bitch and moan about climate change while Barack Obama and Bill Gates buy houses in Martha's Vineyard and the coast of San Diego. So all of these people that tell us to worry about climate change and how our temperature can be raised by 1.5 degrees and it causes mankind to go extinct all seem to be living where if the polar ice caps did melt, like Al Gore said they would have by now, would be underwater. Isn't that a little fishy, Jimmy? Well, it's funny. You see, every year Greta Thunberg changes her, the climate change will destroy the planet in five years. And every year she has to delete the tweet from five years ago. Does she delete those tweets? Yeah, I've seen those tweets. And then does she rewrite a new one? No, she just deletes it. She just keeps doubling down. It's going to be dead in five years. Everyone's going to be flooded. Well, I mean, if we're going to have a serious dialogue about climate change, I think you would have to be pretty dumb, and I'm not calling our audience dumb, if you didn't think that humans like could affect environments or you know cause you know some damage to the planet. But the idea that because of humans, we're, you know, the world's going to flood and we're going to raise the temperature, all of that seems fake and kind of... Perezzi Hilton-ish, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. He's gay. <laughs> Perezzi. And we love you, Perez. Not we that love Perez. there's anything Perez. wrong with that. We want to make sure that is very clear for mm -hmm. all of you uh, homosexuals in the chat. Even the homosexual chat rats, we love you. Not the same, but close. Just as close, right, Jimmy? Uh, I mean, Alex almost loves me the same, so. <laughs> but you passed gay conversion therapy, that is so that true. made me love you a little bit more. Mm -hmm. Well, maybe that can be like a sponsor, like gay conversion therapy. Go to gay conversion therapy, 10% off. Code Alex. I love when you use that Princeton education mm -hmm. with some business acumen. Mm -hmm. That is how we get this blimp flying high. Because a real pimp on a blimp, we got to fly high. I'm talking about 36,000 feet, my boy. Mm -hmm. And we're not going to get there without some business acumen, mindset, guides, drills. And I'm going to buy, I'm going to sell a program. Do you want to be 100,000 air? Uh, yes, 100,000 air. Buy my program, $9,000. And that's, I'm going to teach you how to make. $250,000 a year. Oh, that's pretty genius. And it's really easy. The first the first chapter, find AOC, call her a big booty Latina, chapter one. I mean, you know, speaking of climate change awareness, you gave a lot of awareness to that ass, so. Yeah, she gave a lot of awareness to my ass, too. So it's yeah. kind of a mutual thing. So we love you, AOC. Please unblock me and I'll drop my lawsuit. Okay, Jimmy, before we get on to Perez Hilton, we got to talk about the Daily Wire and Matt Walsh Speaking out against moon landing deniers like myself, Jimmy, you know that I don't believe we landed on the moon. And I would say you agree with Matt Walsh, but I don't want to get into that because I will just fire you again. <laughs> but Matt Walsh went on a rant saying that I think one of his examples of why they couldn't have faked it because somebody would have told on him by now. A, the military is compartmentalized, okay? We don't know what they're doing in missions, what it took Edward Snowden to release documents to know that they were bombing Afghani weddings. Like, if a small enough amount of people know some information, and it happened uh, in 1969 through 1972, so I'm not a mathematician, but nearly 60 years ago, and a lot of the people on the, on, you know, working on that project were in their probably late 30s, mid-40s, you know, they could all be, you know, wiped out or not alive, or... 
they could feel threatened by saying anything if they're, they could come after their family. So it's, it would be a little easier than you think on keeping people quiet because they keep people quiet about stuff in America all the time. I mean, Patrice O'Neill used to say that. He's like, the reason why I don't believe in aliens is because there would be somebody that would tell about it. Well, if not a lot of people know, then there's not a lot of people to say stuff. I mean, that's where I personally think. Because you know there's called classified levels of information, Matt. And I don't know if Matt Walsh knows this, but I'm pretty sure he does, that when you have classified documents, it's actually a crime to speak about what's in those classified documents. You would know a guy named Donald Trump's facing a lot of trouble. So maybe if somebody is part of a classified thing and that they could face legal ramifications for sharing it, maybe that would keep them quiet. I don't know, call me crazy, but I think that, that if you pressure people with um, legal ramifications, it'd be a lot easier than you think to keep them quiet. So do we have a clip about Matt Walsh? Or did yes, you we do. It? Okay, let's play that clip real quick. All right, today was a long time coming. We're gonna cancel moon landing deniers, those who subscribe to the theory that the moon landing was fake. I am finally addressing the subject on the show because I was provoked and is very easy to do, uh, baited into this conversation over the weekend. I happened to mention on Twitter that I watched and very much enjoyed uh, for the second time the movie First Man, which is um, actually we watched it with the older kids who really liked it as well. <laughs> uh, it, the excellent biopic about uh, Neil Armstrong starring Ryan Gosling. And uh, literally pause uh, it real quick. He fight. just told Actually, me he believes uh, he's basically insinuating that he believes in the moon landing because he watched a biopic starring Ryan Gosling. Uh, Ryan Gosling's so hot. I believe anything he'd say. And this is what's so annoying is that I was looking at the comments. We got to watch some more. But they would say people would say, you know, the reason why I think the moon landing's real because it would be harder to fake it than to just actually do it. Wrong. Have you ever seen the movie Gravity? We've ever seen, what's that movie, uh, Capricorn One with Stanley Kubrick? They faked the moon landing shit before we even went on the moon. So they're able to fake it before we even really did it. So my point is, whether you want to believe it was real or not, I'll just tell you this much. 1969 through 1972, we had the technology to go from Jupiter, Florida, or Cape Canaveral, wherever the hell it was in Florida, and go 257,000 miles back and forth to the Van Allen radiation belt, a deadly belt of radiation that they said they found a hole in. They said that they found a hole in the Van Allen radiation belt, and they're able to travel 257,000 miles. That's right, a quarter of a million miles. And speak to Richard Nixon on a landline phone about 30 years before they had a cell phone. But they're making phone calls. I don't even, when I go to East Texas, when I'm in Longview, Texas, one and a half hours from here, my service doesn't work. But you're trying to tell me from 257,000 miles away before AT&T even had a cell phone or a cell phone tower was in existence, they're having conversations with Richard Nixon. And if you know about anything about Richard Nixon, you know that he stepped down. Why did he step down? Because he was illegally recording people in the Watergate scandal. So we have a president that we know would do illegal things. Things that were so illegal, yeah, if he probably went to trial, probably could have been acquitted, probably wouldn't have gotten impeached. But he felt that he was doing something nefarious enough that he actually stepped down. So you got a crooked, uh, tricky Dick Nixon, who, friends with Roger Stone, we love Roger Stone, but... Roger Stone's kind of crazy too, right? I mean, am I wrong? I mean, I love Roger Stone. He's a great guy. I'm just saying, Tricky Dick was able to send these guys to the moon and back on all these space missions. Nobody ever got hurt. Just able to land back down there. And then guess what happened? That technology was destroyed. That's right. And when I had my biological father Tucker on, we talked about how it was so weird how they recorded over all the original footage. So we don't have all the original footage. We don't have the telemetry data that tells us at each step that they were at 
on their distance or on their um, excursion to the moon. And then the technology that was built was all destroyed. And it's too painful of a process to build it back again. So somebody's lying. Somebody's lying. Alex, do you know who is an unlikely ally of yours at the blaze on this? Allie Beth Stuckey. Allie yeah. Beth Stuckey. Because she believes in God. Because if you believe in God, you know that that's part of the space lie. Part of the whole space thing and all this that you just big bang and that you just evolved from pond scum. That is us worshiping science. And the reason why you believe in the moon landing is you're fully vaccinated. Is that correct, Jimmy? Uh, define fully. I'm not boosted Johnson. You got two Johnson and Johnsons. No, 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 I got, I got the one, the one that, uh, that is safe and effective. But exactly, some, that's some what liars. I'm just saying. No, it's safe and effective. Yeah, that's yeah. all you need to say. But so I got I'm the just one doser. You got vaccinated, so mm -hmm. you trust the government. I was calling out the vaccine before it even came out, but mm -hmm. we love it. It is safe and effective. Mm -hmm. So my point is, Matt Walsh doesn't even know what a woman is. I. He has no I idea. Guess, guess Wait, shut point. up! Shut up! <laughs> Matt Walsh has no idea what a woman is. He doesn't even know what a tight vagine is. He's never seen one. He had to make a two-hour documentary trying to figure out what a vagina is, okay? I thought it was just a woman. Oh, a woman has a uterus and a vagina. That's what separates him. I have a big old hog down there. That's why I know I'm a man. Do you understand that, how simple this is? Uh, uh, what is it? Boys have penises, girls have vagina. That's from Kindergarten Cop, a movie that we, was. We one talked of about that in Kindergarten. Oh no, it's a movie. Just kidding. Yeah, it's a Kindergarten Cop. You never saw Kindergarten Cop? No, I thought you said you talked about that in Kindergarten. I'm no, like, what but kind in of the movie Kindergarten Cop. Oh, okay. They say they ask the kid. He says, "Girls have a, I mean, girls have a vagina. Boys have a penis. Whatever. I forget what he said. I'm saying it's very simple to go to break it down." But yet Matt Walsh made a two-hour documentary because he doesn't even know what a woman is. So if he doesn't know what a woman is, then I know he sure as hell doesn't know that NASA lies to us, which NASA is also a military wing of the United States government. So let me just tell you something, Matt. I would love to debate you on this. I can come with even more facts and more information from astronauts like Bob Pettit, the one that said that we destroyed all that technology and then we can't bring it back. And I would love to have a proper debate about this topic because it's something that I'm passionate about, just like I'm passionate about 9-11, just like I'm passionate about a lot of weird truths that we're not allowed to talk about, all those taboo subjects that aren't allowed here on YouTube. So I would love to talk to you, Matt. I think I could school you. I think I could teach you a little bit about Buzz Aldrin and oh, Neil Armstrong. Oh, okay, hey, what? sorry. I got to interrupt what this is actually this isn't a joke what um uh there's a there's a fire in this in the office no there's not i'm not i'm not kidding we're not shutting off we're not, we're not shutting, shutting off, off but i you know the fire department's coming so if you hear like sirens that's why who, who started off i'm the guy that always starts a fire am i gonna get blamed for this are you telling me a fire? this is an inside job this is an inside job. <laughs> this is I've been lied this whole time, and now during my show, a fire gets started. And I'm not the culprit. This, this, and I'm talking about the moon landing. Something seems weird, Jimmy. Something seems very weird. Okay, I got this the, candle burning. I got this candle burning. <laughs> no, this is funny because if you weren't literally live right now, everyone would immediately blame you. But luckily, you've been live on air this whole time. Yeah. So yeah. Where's the fire at the blaze? It's. Uh, they said it's in the editing room. The fire department is coming. <laughs> One, well, uh, shoot. Should we? Should I Skype in? And we got to go mess with the fire. We got to go mess with the firemen, right? Well, oh my god. Yeah. Here, let me let me find out where they are, and then I guess while we play, let's. All right. Right now, we're gonna play our interview with Perez Hilton and get all dialed in. All right. We're gonna be coming back to you very shortly with the fire department. So watch this great interview with celebrity gossip icon, extra gay, Perez Hilton.
Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, today we have one of the most uh, biggest inspirations of mine to ever exist in the world, a guy that is likes to stir the pot. He likes to cause drama. He's famous for having one of the uh, biggest entertainment blogs in all of blogging history. The guy was an internet icon and still is, but he was at the forefront of this internet boom. With all that said, I want to welcome on the one, the only, Perez Hilton. Perez, how are you doing this evening? I'm well. Thanks for having me on. Okay, Perez, you're probably like, who is this crazy guy? Why has this guy been bugging me? You know, why does he want? It? Why does he want me on on the show? But I'm a Howard Stern nut, so like, I love Howard Stern, and just you became such an iconic figure on that show. And I think one of the most famous things is with Benji Bronk. You, uh, you know, you gave him the finger, which that was very kind of you. That was nice. So, so tell us a little bit about how has Howard Stern helped your career, Chris? Because I know you're already famous by the time you got on his radar. But did Howard hurt or help you? Because now he's he's not as popular as he once was. Well, I think Howard has perhaps alienated some of his core audience by really changing the content of his show. For example, there's been this unspoken edict. Oh my gosh, it's smoky as hell. Oh my God, this is dangerous as hell. Wait, 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 are you, are you zoomed in on me? Brandon, oh, dude, this is smoky as hell. What the hell, where is it? Where's the fire? It's in here, I think. Go get the fire chief. <laughs> dude, it's hard to breathe. I'm not kidding. It's hard to breathe. <laughs> dude, it's, it's, it's in here somewhere. Dude, they better get their ass here. The fire department. Seriously, the fire department better get their ass here. My eyes hurt. Oh, my eyes hurt. Oh, it so bad. Oh, dude, that hurt my lungs. Oh, that hurt my lungs. Um, dude, it's smoking. Jimmy, it's. Go get the fire extinguisher. They don't know where it is. They don't know where. I... No, they don't know where the fire. Is. They're gonna blame me. They're gonna blame me. Okay, but I still want to spray the fire extinguisher. We can put it out. I can be a hero today. I can be a hero today. No, we better not. Don't say that out loud. We didn't use up the fire extinguisher. I replaced some of them. Oh, the professionals are here. Guys, they're right here. Here. Come in here. It's thick. Oh, something's up. We're here with the fire department. Oh, is that what that smell is? We're live on the air right now. Hey. Oh my. Dude. All right, where did you see it coming from from the beginning? I don't know, but. Something's burning bad. Dude, my eyes hurt. Holy shite. I don't know how you guys are walking in here. We think it's in this room right here. It's a lot. Is it? I don't know if it's good to be breathing these toxic fumes. Oh shit. They said. The fire department and the police are here. The police are here. They're going to fix it, I hope. Thank God. Dude, this is insane. <laughs> I can't breathe. <coughs> oh, my gosh. Jimmy, if I die from this, no, tell them I was a hero. I showed the fire department where it was. This is not good. This is, they're going to think, look, Tyler, the CEO's here. Maybe he came down. 
This is not good. Tyler, I didn't start this fire. Just, I want that known. I had nothing to do with this fire, Tyler. I'm not taking blame for this. This is the one time it's not my fault. This is CEO, guys. I could get fired for this fire. This is not good. I didn't do it. I'm going back to my show. Uh, you guys, good luck. Good luck, officer. I had nothing to do with this. I, don't, I didn't mess with any wires or anything. Kim, don't you say a word. I didn't do anything. Look, look at you. You're right there on the TV. Do you want to know something weird? What? I'm not pregnant. Oh, you're not, she's go. not pregnant. Hell Did yeah. you think you were? Yeah. She thought she hey, was. You got to use protection <laughs> in the future. <laughs> so we learn. We learn. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> Jimmy, this is insane. Let's sit down and talk. No, we got to stay live on this. Here, show me on this. to go back out there when they start spraying crap down. Oh my gosh. All right, what's the chat saying? What's the chat saying, Jimmy? Go read the chat, damn it. I can't read it, I'm, I don't feel good, dude. I'm... <laughs> Blaze is blazing, but that's not the good stuff. That's... Well, are we safe? Chris, what did he say? I didn't, I didn't hear what Chris said. I'm not kidding, my lungs are hurt. My lungs are seriously hurt. <laughs> I'm not trying to be dramatic, Jimmy. Yeah, this is ridiculous, hold on. And they're gonna say I started, there's no way they're not gonna believe that I didn't start this fire. No, okay, guys, I know we do a lot of bits on the show, chat rats, this was not a bit. No, this is not a <laughs> Like, I'm dying being out there for a little bit. I don't know how you're still breathing. Well, what's crazy is like, what if this happened when nobody's here? Like, there's times when, I mean, I know security's here most of the night, but like, they leave at some point. So like, what if this happened in the middle of the night? We could potentially come back and the blaze is burnt up. Dude, I do the VOD in that room that was on fire. What if I'd have been in there while it caught fire? What am I supposed to do? Jimmy, is that a Stanley, dude? How? That gay conversion <laughs> therapy did not work. With a it's metal straw. It's called a manly Stanley. Dude, with a metal straw, dude. You are, so you believe in climate change. All right, why don't you... <laughs> You're like, you're worse than Taylor Swift, dude. You're vaccinated, you use a Stanley. Alex, the chat still doesn't believe it's real. Are you serious? Yeah. No one believes it. All right. I guess this is what happens when we do fire so Yeah, many we times. do so much fire content. Okay, let's go to Skype. Let's, let's go, go to Skype. Skype. Let's go to Skype. Let's go back out there. They don't believe it's real. This is ridiculous. This is one of the most real fires I've ever been a part of. Let me see if I can switch cameras. Maybe I can view a little better. Okay, I don't know. You guys will see better from this camera. But no, this is real as hell. There's a, it's getting more smoky. Yeah, here, you film. You gotta put your finger in that hole though so it didn't clank. Maybe, I think. Yeah, yeah, just. Have you located it yet, guys? Oh, this is not good. God, it smells so good. bad. Not good at all. Oh, fuck, it smells terrible. I know, so, so like, why aren't there flames, I wonder? Or do you think there are flames somewhere? <coughs> God, oh, it smells so bad. It smells terrible. Look at this. Look at this room. This room has a lot of the most important equipment of the blaze. All right, we're out of here. Oh my God. Oh, this is not good. Okay, this is not good. They're gonna think I started it. They're gonna think I started it. They're not gonna believe me that it didn't start it. All right, all right, all right. All right, I'm gonna eat. 
stress. Wait, you're never going to leave. I didn't start the fire. Yeah, I think I went live. We have evidence, though. I need some peanut butter. Ooh, I need some peanut butter. Woo! This will make me feel better. Oh, God. Hey, bro. I need peanut butter. That's all. Oh, gosh. You can't get your brain to put this on fire? It's a bunch of old ass peanut butter? Not good at all. Not good at all. Oh shoot, we gotta go tell Dave. I know this is weird that I'm uh, on here. Just <laughs> There's a fire. There's a fire at the blaze right now. I'm not kidding. Man. How big is the fire? That's like we just we were just oh, there. I'm smelling. Yeah, you can smell it on me. There's a fire at the blaze. We're very scared. I just want to make sure Dave is protected. He's one of our most valuable assets. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Do not let anything happen to Dave Landau. What about me? No, I was Sam Tripoli. Are you kidding? I'm loyal to the foil. I never want something to happen to you. Oh my God! All right, we're gonna be safe. We're gonna be safe. Just pray. Oh, I can smell it. Yeah, it's stinking. You guys hang in our studio. No, I feel like it's coming from you. It's coming that way, and they're never gonna believe that I didn't start it. They're never gonna believe I didn't start this fire. Who started it? Who started it? Not me. I don't care, but not me. Oh. All right. All right. Well. Am I gonna die? Yeah, potentially. Yes. I'm, I'm already. I feel like I have cancer from the smoke. It smells like burnt plastic, like it might be. Dude, it would be Dude, my luck really... to, get to die in a non-paying gig. That would be my luck. Yeah, I'm not even trying to be in here to disrupt your show. Oh, I know. It's actually bad. Oh, no. <laughs> no, 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 I think we can finish, but there is fire department here. There's 20 cops. I like how we're Now the ladies sure. are all excited. <laughs> the lady bits are getting excited yeah. because... The... Because they're all because the firemen are good looking. You're bisexual. I am. Um, dude, my wife's boyfriend. Oh my god, he would love this fire. All right, well, I'm gonna let you guys finish the show. I'm gonna are go you from walking? No, from the, from the it's fire? that hot. Really? And it's full of smoke, dude. Why you guys are still like here right now. I feel like we're, I feel like we're sort of in a uh, uh, a cage. Well, we only have about 30 minutes left on the show. I mean, I, yeah, I think it's not near us. The worst it's, part is if the fire just rages and we all die, the only people, the, the thing everyone will talk about is that we've lost all in the family set. That's I what know. they would be like, <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's a priceless heirloom. I'm going to go protect the set. Okay, you guys can handle yourself. Sorry to interrupt the show. God bless you, Dave. You're too important. We can't lose you. Oh, my God. This is the all in the family set. This is a priceless set. You guys can't see it. There's no lights. A very famous racist man used this set for years. Oh my gosh, this is not good. This is not good. Ooh, this is not good. Let's see how smoky it is. Ooh, it's getting smokier. God, it smells so bad. It is really smoky. Right, let's finish this shot. Oh my gosh. Dude, my chest is hurting, Jimmy. What is the chat saying? Yeah, it's really bad. I'm sick of it. Like the boy who cried wolf. All right, well, you know what I am going to do, though, before I leave? I want to make sure that I take this with me. One of our most loyal chat rats, Matthew Adams. I call him M.A. He got me a little gift for Christmas. It's a little late. It's a, it's a little late, right? 
It's a little late, but I'm it's okay. sweating. I'm having trouble breathing. I'm not even, I'm not, you know how I always joke around, Jimmy, about like breathing issues and, you know, heart palpitations and stuff? No, I was out there. I couldn't breathe. And you were there long. You went into the smoke, you crazy bastard. I was dude, trying to dude, be a hero. Thank God that didn't happen during oh, the Gummy episode. That oh. would have sucked. Dude, okay. Oh my gosh. Well, no, like, nobody you, can breathe. So, how, so, so let's let's open your gift from Matthew while we catch our okay, breath. Okay, show me full screen. You ready? You're gonna have to zoom in on this, Nathan. Look at this! Look at this! You zoom in as tight as you can get on her head. I don't know. Here, I can get closer. Let's see. Maybe zoom out. I guess. Matthew Adams, you're the man. Look at this! Top it's an Alex Stein bobblehead. <laughs> we love you, Matthew Adams. Thank you so much. And he left a nice card. Um, and he stamped it in wax. So that's nice. I don't know if you can see this. All right, let's read this. I haven't opened it yet. I did check out the gift before because it was so awesome. I was like, we've got to do this on the air. Matthew Adams, I would rank him. Him and Bad Buddhist are a top two male chat rats, right? Oh, for sure. And are there any other good male chat rats? Uh, Altyrick, he's yep. pretty good. Yeah, he's pretty good. We need some better, but nobody's beating. Oh, Scott Starboard. He's the one oh, who Scott did the great Starboard fan Oh, Scott Starboard is edit. one of the best. Scott Starboard is one of the best chat rats. So, sorry to leave you out, Scott. Yeah, he did the compilation to convince Alex to rehire me. It was great. It's worked. But it was, like I said, it wasn't his decision. All right, Alex. I hope you enjoy this custom bobblehead I had made. If my daughter's mother knew, she would raise my child support. Can't wait to see you in Austin in April. Matt Adams. We love you, Matthew. Hey, let's, um, just because people were really excited about Brez Hilton, let's just get back to that. We'll okay. play as much as we can. All right, we're going to play as much as you can. We'll be back with you in about five, ten minutes. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, today we have one of the most, uh, biggest inspirations of mine to ever exist in the world, a guy that is, likes to stir the pot. He likes to cause drama. He's famous for having one of the uh, biggest entertainment blogs in all of blogging history. The guy was... Uh, internet icon and still is, but he was at the forefront of this internet boom. With all that said, I want to welcome on the one, the only Perez Hilton. Perez, how are you doing this evening? I'm well. Thanks for having me on. Okay, Perez, you're probably like, who is this crazy guy? Why has this guy been bugging me? You know, why does he want? Why does he want me on on the show? But I'm a Howard Stern nut, so like I love Howard Stern, and just you became such an iconic figure on that show. And I think one of the most famous things is with Benji Bronk, you, uh, you know, you gave him the finger, which that was very kind of you. That was nice. So, so tell us a little bit about how has Howard Stern helped your career, Chris? Because I know you're already famous by the time you got on his radar, but did Howard hurt or help you? Because now he's, he's not as popular as he once was. Well, I think Howard has perhaps alienated some of his core audience by really changing the content of his show. For example, there's been this unspoken edict where they, they really only want like A-list stars on now, which is why I think I haven't been on in forever. I honestly am butthurt and disappointed and upset that, you know, I understand they're busy, they're, they're busy, they book up in advance, but I released a memoir in 2020 and I had an entire chapter dedicated to my infamous appearance on the Howard Stern show, and they wouldn't book me to promote that. So Perez, Howard wait, shut up! You're telling me they screwed you after what you did with Benji Bronk. Yeah. You literally... So, 
What? See, how F Howard then. I'm the biggest diehard Howard Stern fan ever. But he sucks. And it's not even just politics because, like, people like to say, oh, I'm super right. I'm really more in the middle. But it's not even his politics. It's stuff like that. Like, you're a guy that sacrificed your finger, your stinky hand for Benji Bronk, who stinks. And then you still, they can't even let you come on. So so did the memoir sell well? I mean, we know you would have got a bump with Howard, but I'm sure the book was still successful without Howard, I hope. Yeah. No, I, I, people especially loved the audio book. So you can get that at PerezHiltonBook.com. Okay, so Perez, tell us now you're kind of, I know the blog is still hot though, but now you're a Vegasite? Now you're out running away to the desert? Uh, tell us tell us a little bit of an update on what's going on with you because you were in LA and now you're in Las Vegas. I, I think I like Vegasite. That's the first time I've heard that. The, the locals here call themselves Las Vegans, which doesn't quite have the same ring to it, but that's okay. I also learned repeatedly that even if the majority of the people in this country call the state Nevada, locals get very upset if you call it that. It is properly pronounced Nevada. Nevada. They They get mad. Yes, they get mad about that. They will will correct you on that. Um, Yeah, I moved here to Las Vegas 12 months ago now, and I'm so much happier. I did my time 20 years plus in Los Angeles, and I moved here to be happier, and I have been. And I actually think that Vegas is better for me as a parent. It's better for my kids. I don't want to, like, broadcast all my secrets, but the main reason I moved is because of L.A. traffic. God's honest truth. L.A. traffic was toxic, and it just added... So much stress and unhappiness to my life. And Las Vegas has traffic, but so much less compared to it. To Las Vegas has traffic, but so much less compared to Los Angeles. And it's also a smaller city. So even with traffic, it's so much quicker to get around. And that just adds time and happiness. And just, I love it here. And I also think there's more to do here. Like towards the end of my run in Los Angeles, I was a little bored. Now, like there's constantly new things and this and that and the other. I'm the biggest cheerleader for Las Vegas. Well, we got time to bash uh, L.A., but before I want to get into that, I want to ask you some personal stuff. So Harvey Levin said you were famous for hanging out at the coffee shops on Sunset and Santa Monica. And what you might not know this about me. I work here at The Blaze. Glenn Beck owns this big network here. And I'm famous because I went up to AOC on the Capitol steps and I said that you're my favorite big booty Latina. And she got mad. I was complimenting her booty. I love it. I love big booty Latinas. Let's be real. She got mad. She made all these Instagram stories and then made me this villain. And I became so facto famous, infamous, whatever you want to call it. But people don't realize is I had to go on the Capitol steps and I've, I've confronted lots of politicians. I'd have to sit out there for four or five hours in the hot sun. People don't realize with my cell phone in a corner, you know, killing time. So and I uh, then I confronted her. Now I make lots of money and this and that, you know, I opened up a lot of doors. So tell the people, what was your struggle before you came became Perez Hilton? How did you have to grind? What, what were some of the tricks of the trade that you did that put you on the map? I mean, even after I became Perez Hilton, I still had to struggle and grind. And I was so, it's a combination of being poor and also not being the most handy. 
So when I was living in Los Angeles, I moved into this new apartment and they wanted to charge me a lot more money to send out this technician to set up my Wi-Fi. And I'm like, that's the first time that I've ever experienced. Don't you guys just set up the Wi-Fi for everybody? They're like, no, you have to pay extra. I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to go to the coffee bean down the street and use their Wi-Fi. And I did that for almost two years because it literally was walking down the street. And I was, you know, this was the very beginning of my career, but I was already getting a lot of attention and calling into radio shows here and doing this and then the other. So I would start my days very early. I would grind so hard that I would get to the coffee bean hours before they would open. And thinking back on it now, it was a little bit crazy. A little bit. Because I'm sitting, <laughs> yeah, I'm sitting out there. It was on Sunset Boulevard and Fairfax. And, you know, they're could have been dangerous things happening there at 4.30 in the morning or 5 in the morning. But I was young and naive, and I would just go there and do my work. And thankfully, nobody robbed me or stole my laptop, and nothing bad ever happened. And, uh, you know, I I really say this with the most uh, gratitude and sincerity. You know, I think that my job saved me. It gave me purpose in life. And I also believe that my upbringing, being the son of two Cuban immigrants, instilled in me this unhealthy work ethic. You know, 20 years later, I still grind so hard. I still work and hustle because honestly, I have to. I got three kids. I don't have FU money in the bank. I thankfully, you know, I'm able to support us, but. You know, I, I'm not like Paris Hilton who licenses her name for this or that or the other. But I wake up every morning still 20 years later, so happy and so grateful. Well, and, you know, let's talk about this. I don't want to get too much into California because I do. I want to ask you a couple of political questions towards the end because we only have a little bit longer. But the California that I remember and I lived there for two years was like an episode of The Hills. Now, obviously, L.A. has always been a little rough. But in 2001, 2002, L.A., was idyllic, was awesome, was the coolest place on TV. And now, in your opinion, what has Los Angeles, California turned into? GTA 6? That's what I That's what I like to describe it as. You know, I actually consider myself a centrist as well, and I love that in Vegas, I don't know, people just don't even talk as much politics. Like, I am, I am post-political, <laughs> I feel like. Like, I obviously still care, but I'm grateful that I'm not as invested or attached as I was previously. And, um, you know, the biggest change, honestly, is people keep having to move further and further out for the majority. I moved to have a better quality of life, like, but... When I first went to Los Angeles in 2002, it was pretty affordable for a normal person moving there. But now, you know, like the average price to buy a home is so expensive and gas and like everything is just so costly. That's why people keep moving further out into the suburbs or just moving away. Uh, And I'm a centrist, like shortly before moving to to Vegas, you know, this was still in 2023. My mother had to have a medical procedure and they would not let me accompany her. Um, It was 2023, like you're still doing these insane 
Like I'll wear a mask if you want me to, but they just wouldn't even allow me to be in there. Like I, I couldn't even wait in the waiting room. It was just for patients. Like I had to leave and then come and pick her up. Like things like that. It's like I, I somebody was talking recently about common sense. Like America just needs more common sense, more sensibility. And Los Angeles and a lot of the U.S. has just moved so far away from that. And that's really frustrating to me. No, it, it really has. Okay, so now, now I want to ask you the hard questions. And you're going to say, oh, what is this? Everybody's in the right-wing conservative world says that, A, Michelle Obama's a boy, and Joan Rivers said that. So I don't know if that's true or not. I'm saying you've heard that rumor. You've heard that rumor. But this is the rumor that I like. Well, I don't know. I don't like it. But they say that they're all on Jeffrey Epstein's plane, and you know every celebrity, Chris Rock. I mean, not Chris Rock, Chris, uh, Chris Tucker. What do you think about those elite people going on airplanes in Epstein's Island as a person that's dialed into Hollywood with Harvey Weinstein? Do you believe that that's a conspiracy, or do you think that these people would really do something like that and hurt children? I think it's sad that people view this as entertainment Yeah. because I think of the victims. Mm -hmm. I don't view all of that like, ooh, 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 ooh. And that's, you know, what most political coverage is these days and yeah. the people that consume it. It's the flip side of the coin of entertainment. It's the same thing. And, you know, people... If, if that's how you get your rocks off, then great. You know, I, I, I don't view that as entertainment. I'm not here obsessing over this or that. You know, I, obviously a lot of people went there and were affiliated with that person. But um, my thoughts and empathy are with the victims that are still here. You know, and some of them have made themselves public and some of them have chosen to remain private. And... Uh, you know, I think that's what the focus should be on personally. Yeah, I know the victims. I agree. Okay, last tough question. You're dialed in with Hollywood. What have you heard about our my favorite uh, first son, Hunter Biden, who I personally like? If Hunter Biden invited me over for a barbecue and we were had some strippers and some blow, I would be hanging out with Hunter Biden. But have you heard any of his weird connections with Hollywood, knowing that he, I think he lives. Guys, we had to break the interview or Thanks. cut it out a little short. You know how that goes. We love you, Perez Hilton, but you're going to be able to watch the whole entire interview on our YouTube channel. The reason we're out here is now we got more trucks. The fire seems to be raging even more. I know they told us that it was contained, but I don't know if that was 100% true because now, as time goes by, more fire trucks are coming out here. I'm a little nervous. I'm a little scared, but this is what I'm going to tell you is that the Irving Fire Department are true professionals. They're going to take care of us, but I have these rocks. If I need to break any glass, I'm just going to smash the glass. Then we'll be able to street. There's Rob. Oh my God, Rob's freaking out. Rob's freaking out. Not good. He's not in a good mood. This is not good. This is not good for our company. I don't want our company to be on fire. Um, I'm a little nervous because once again, even though I didn't do this, it could be very easily done by the CIA, FBI, where they burn this place down and they put my fingerprints on it. That's not going to happen. But it's possible. Do you think it's because we exposed Taylor Swift? No, I think it's because I talk about Tower 7 every time we're on the show. <laughs> this has Tower 7 vibes all over it. This has Tower 7 vibes all over it. Oh, Brandon, come on. Let's do it. Look, they're putting on more gear. They're getting out smoking. Look at this. Real fire truck. This is not a prop. This is not a movie set. This is real. This is dangerous. We got the igloo water. Number 11. 
that's uh, this is kind of a cold take. Number 11. 911! 911! 911! If there's a nine on this truck, I swear. If there's a nine anywhere on this truck, 12. Thank goodness. But what comes after 911? 912. Is this 912? 9-11 was bad enough. But I don't like that number, Jimmy. I don't like that. It says 9-11 vibes all over it. Um, I'm really stressed. One of the most stressful days of my job is today. Hopefully we get it put out quickly. Like I said, this is 100% real. It's 100% not my fault. It 100% has inside job vibes. I, I feel like this is somehow your fault. I don't know how. Shut up, Jimmy, shut up! Oh. As you can see, the Blaze is a beautiful campus. You see the Roman architecture. That's real. That's not a movie set. You have the beautiful people. Oh, and then let me show the people this. You guys have never seen this. Let me show you this. Okay. Let's wait. You guys see all the great Just wait. Here, let me sit right here, actually. Ooh, so this is stressful. Jimmy, tell me when I show up on one of the screens. So, you know, this is a first-class operation. All the hosts and contributors are on the wall because we're all pins on blimps. But, yes, I'm freaking out. It smells like, like Eric July. Eric July, our boy Eric July. Ripperverse. You guys love Eric July. So we, were both, we love Eric July. Don't show this to EVS. Do not show this to EVS. We love you, Eric. All that drama is ridiculous. All that comics gate drama. And, like, now they're, going, they're coming after Eric about something new. I don't even know. But it's just like another day, another new drama thing. So I am on Team Eric. I'm on Team Eric July. But it's just it's like it's going to be never-ending. The mo, mo money, mo problems is a real statement. Okay, now we got a bunch of fans out. High-powered fans. Wait, why am I not showing up? I can't even pop up? Oh, my gosh. The CEO probably doesn't want us to show the, the place burning down, which I understand that 100%. Safety and liability issue. But, you know, we're going to bring you the, the hot fire in any condition. Like I said, when I'm in D.C. and it's sleeting and snowing on me, we still film. Hey, do you want to harass the normal world uh, booth right there? Who's in there right now? There's a fire. There's a fire. This is a normal world booth. You guys can see this. I don't know why they're still doing this. There is a fire. The place is burning down. Oh my can I, which button do I press? How do I go live with it? You don't. You can't. Wait, can I do I this? No, record? Do I press record? Does that do anything if I press record? Is that an important button, Kayla? Oh, what is this? Dove Mincare? What the hell is this? Ooh, cream. Ooh. Don't bring the smoke in here. I know. Do I reek like it? Because I went and I battled the fire. You guys are giving me a I battled the fire myself. I mean, that is the volume. My skin is dry from all the smoke. I need this facial cream. My skin is like, it feels like old lemons. It's just rotting in the side. Oh my God. You got the fan in here? What the hell? We need this out there. He's hogging all the fans. The place is burning down. We're just sitting here making a show. I'm scared to death. Oh my gosh. Look at him. He's chatting about, oh God knows what, Taylor Swift or some shit. This is not a drill, folks. The place is burning down. It's not a drill, Kayla. People are dying. I've lost 
You are dying! <laughs> Thanks, Kayla. <laughs> this is not good. Should we go back into the freestyle finale? Too loud in here. The audio won't be good. All right. All right, let's take it outside. We can show the reverse thing. Get out of there! People are dying! <laughs> <sighs> All right, what time is it? Is it is it coast clear? Well, I you know there's a lot of those guys probably don't want to be docks. The battery's dying. I know it's probably said ten percent left. Yeah. All right. Well, we got a few more minutes. I think it'll make it. All right, guys. How's the facial cream I put on look? Did it make me? Yeah, you look supple, nice and rejuvenated. I do feel a little rejuvenated. Like I said, that made me really dry. I'm sweating. It's hot. I mean. Look at this sweat. Oh crap, my mic. That's, that's pit sweat. It's hot. You know why? Because I had the same courage as these firefighters. I ran straight to the fire. <laughs> I actually showed the firefighters where the fire was. So, in a way, I am a hero. So, did I save the blaze? Did I save the blaze? You could argue yes. This is a good time to teach some fire safety. Stop, drop, and roll. Just, you know, look at, educate our audience. You do it. Okay. If you're on fire, First you stop, then you drop, and then you, you roll like this. You roll until the fire's out. And you keep doing this, and you kind of wriggle a little bit, and you just do that. Okay, okay, stop showing Jimmy rolling on the ground like an idiot. When there is a fire, you call 911, and you let a professional firefighter handle it. If you do catch on fire, I guess you could do the stop, drop, and roll. That's a, ba that's a bare minimum. But don't be like me. Don't be a hero. Don't run straight into the flames. Grab your pets, your animals, maybe get your safe, something out of your safe. If you have a gun, get the gun and shoot the fire. A lot of people don't realize you fight fire with fire. I learned that on the internet. So in this situation, I'll probably handle it a lot better, even though I handled it basically perfectly by showing the firefighters and the cops exactly where the fire was. So in a way, I go back to it. Am I a hero? I'm not going to call myself that, but if you guys call me that, you're probably 100% spot on by calling me a hero. But I don't want the... I don't want the credit. I don't want the credit for putting this fire out or locating it for that, for you know, for that at all. I just, I just want to leave you guys with this. The show's almost over. We have a couple more minutes, but it's 6:57, and I just want you to know that I'm so dedicated to you guys. I will never end the show early. They literally have to come in there and drag me off the set. And even if they do that, I'll go live from my phone and I'll take you outside and we'll do the freestyle finale on the fire truck. So. Guys, this is how we do it. I think we got a second. No, 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 no. I'm prime time, on the grass all the time. And I blow your mind every single time because I grind and shine. Put out the fire. That's my desire. Kind of smells like a burnt out tire. I'm going to put it out with a plier because I know it's an old ass wire. Electrical fire in my house. I'm going to be loud. Not like a mouse. I'm on the truck. Don't give a fuck, cause I am a pimp. Own a flip. <laughs> okay, okay, guys. Safety first. 9/11. Nothing to do with 11. Thank you, Mr. Firefighter. Thank you guys for your safety and courage. Thank you. You guys are great. Yeah, we. Oh, big fan. Oh man. Ah, huge fan. Finally, somebody is one. Thank God. All right. So, folks. This has been our show. If you want to watch the entire 
Perez Hilton interview. We're going to post it right on our YouTube. We want a special thank you to the Irving Fire Department and the Irving Police Department for coming out here and saving the blaze. Even though I do get some credit too for locating the fire. Neither here nor there. I love you all. And uh, I don't want to end yet. I guess let me let the clock hit seven. So you guys can make, well, you ended 38 seconds earlier or something like that. No, I never end early unless I'm in the bed. Sometimes that happens, but that's neither here. I, I can't go talking about stuff that hasn't been holiday. No, no, we got it. We, I don't want to bug them. They're actually putting out a fire, you know? So, <laughs> all right, guys. It looks like we made it through this one barely. We gave you the high-tension drama that we didn't expect to happen tonight. We saved Dave Landau's life. We saved Sam Tripoli's life. We saved everybody in the booth. And in a way, I saved your life tonight by teaching you how to handle a stressful situation. How to handle a stressful situation correctly. So, I want to say peace. I love you all. Good night.